I figured it out. For <laughs> some reason, the, the solid hold it down, the beige rage, and the agitator. <laughs> The Breakfast Club. Everyone just kept telling me to prep for this. One word to describe The Breakfast Club would be black. Impact in the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in, man. It, it, I don't even know what it calls The Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, Yee, and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up, get out of bed, and listen to The Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. It is the fifth day of the week. Oh, my goodness. No, is it the sixth? Who no, cares? fifth. It's Friday. Fifth. Weekend is here. Yes. How about that? It's the, fifth the first day, day is Sunday. Isn't Friday the sixth? Yeah, Friday is the sixth. Exactly. First day is Sunday. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's the sixth day of the week. What's what happening? Good morning. How y'all feel out there? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. How y'all feel? I'm tired. Why? I am tired. So as a parent, you get a call. Like, what's what's one of the worst calls to get? I don't even want to think about it. I don't put them type well, of negative of the, vibes in there. Well, I'm going to tell you. One of the worst calls to get is something happened to your baby. You got to go to emergency. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. So that's what happened. Yesterday, baby Brooklyn was at uh, gymnastics. She's five years old. Mm-hmm. Something happened at gymnastics and bust her head open. All right. So this that, is cra- the, that is a terrible call. Yeah. Not, that's not the worst call. Now, well, one of the worst calls for me. That's right. Um, so luckily, one of the parents at gymnastics uh, is, a, I guess, a world-renowned plastic surgeon. And her daughter goes there. So she was like, hey. Go to the hospital, meet me there, let me go home, drop my daughter off, and I'm going to scrub in and, and do what I got to do. So I had to meet my daughter there. So they said at first it's going to be like one or two stitches. Damn. So when I get there, you know, now explaining to a five-year-old that you have to get stitches, oh my gosh. Her brother, who's eight years, uh, who's seven years old, and her older sister, eight years old, is telling her it's going to hurt. It's like getting shot. What did I know about getting shot? So she's frantic. So we get into the emergency room, you know, we get it through all the things, and now she's laying on the on the um hospital bed, and they're coming in, and she's wilding because she knows she's about to get by a needle. And I don't know what and kids I'm, hate shots. Yes. kids hate needles. And I'm trying to calm her down, no, uh, like, but I don't want to lie. I'm not gonna, you know, I, I can't say it's not gonna hurt. I know it's gonna hurt. Um, but I'm trying to calm her down, calm her down, calm her down. And then it got to the point, like 30, 40 minutes later, this like, all right, we're about to start. They was like, do we need to put her on a, a papoose? Not the rapper Papoose, why, but why, you know, why, they, they rapper. What, what does Papoose have to do with this? Because they think, you know, they and where put, was Remy? You stupid. They wrap her, you know, they kind of tie her down so she doesn't move when she's getting the surgery because it's mm-hmm. on her head, it's on her forehead. So I'm like, nah, I, I got her. This is this is my daughter, I got her. So then they bring a bunch of people in. It was like, you want us to hold her down? I'm like, no, 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 I got her. So I told her last night, I was like, babe, do you trust me? And she was like, yes, dad. I said, just close your eyes and don't move. And in two minutes, it'll be over. She wound up getting 11 stitches last night. Jesus time. Christ. So she'll never trust you ever again, you lying bastard. How many minutes did it take? It definitely took more than two minutes. See, but, I'll never trust you ever again, Daddy. But what they did bastard. was, no, what they did was they put this numbing cream on it first, or whatever the numbing ointment on it, and when she got it, she never felt it. So when she opened her eyes, she was like, Dad, did they start yet? And I'm like, they done. They finished. So it took like seven, 15 to 17 minutes. She got 11 stitches last finished? night. Are they finished or are they okay, done? So they didn't done. Lie. <laughs> no, I didn't lie. It didn't hurt. So she was, she was right. good. And the hospital, um, which I went to, I mean, they were great for kids. I mean, they gave her toys and Play-Doh. They made that. They made it so good for her that she, when I say she was happy, she was walking around after like, I got 11 stitches. I got 11 stitches. So 
It was one of those things. It's like days. an accomplishment. It's like, you know, yes. it's like when you overcome one of your biggest fears, one of your biggest anxieties. You Absolutely. Know, that's all. The, the yes. kids, the, she had Nutty a lot cream of... cream is no joke, too. Yeah, so she handled that's it. That's great that they had that. Mm-hmm. She handled it like a G. So I want to shout to the, uh, that, that uh, I, I don't even know the plastic surgeon's name, which is so crazy, but she she came in, uh, it wasn't, her, she wasn't supposed to be working. She came in there and knocked it out and the stitch looked amazing. She did a great job and. And I got home late last night, so so daughter, my Brooklyn got to sleep in daddy's bed last night. She she don't get to get to, she don't have to go to school today. And, and she, all she, is she, well with the world. Well, word, man, I'm just a little tired. Drop a bomb for Brooklyn, man. <laughs> all is well with the world. Hakuna Matata, baby. Because I tell you, if that was me, I might have cried. I might have been moving. I might I was scared of needles too. But she held it like a G. That's incredible. That's that's great. Oh uh, yeah, so, that's amazing. Uh, so uh, that was my night last night. How was your night? I don't even remember. What was yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, I don't even Thursday. remember. Oh, well, I don't remember. Well, Donnell Rollins will be joining us this morning. Yes, we have Donnell. I, I can't remember. What's his name? Ashley Larry. Da, da, yeah, okay. Yeah, he'll be here. Donnell Rollins. Yeah, he's going to be performing, in, well, maybe performing in New York City at Caroline's all weekend. They're saying there's going to be a nor'easter, like a huge snowstorm coming to New York. So, <laughs> what? If I got anything to do with it, he won't, he won't be performing this week. <laughs> All right. If I got something to do with it, he might not be performing this weekend. I got something for Donnell. <laughs> something for Donnell? All right. All right. All right. So we're going to be kicking right. it out with Donnell a little bit. You want to play? You want to play on Instagram all day? Okay. All you right. play on Instagram. I play on these radio airwaves. All, all right. right. All right. Okay. We got front page news. What are we talking about? D Malo. What does that mean, Red? Give it to me. But talk, talk to me. me. Talk to me. All right. He asked Red because Red's Puerto Rican. Yeah, Red is Puerto Rican. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ. I just thought that was an ad lib. I didn't even know that was a word. <laughs> you know that? I had no idea that was even a word. I just thought she was screaming. I was screaming here to say, Dimelo, Dimelo. All right. Well, let's get into some front page news. Now, last night, uh, the Lakers were playing the Philadelphia 76ers, and I guess he got into an altercation or argument, I should say, with one of the 76er fans. And people got to realize when you talk ish to these players, these players ain't soft. They're going to talk ish back and. That's what happened. Um, Carmelo tried Well, he to... was yelling at him, boy. He said, get in the corner, boy. Keep shooting, boy. He kept calling him boy over and over again. Who was it, a white man? And... Who was the other player? Uh, Who was saying it to him? Well, it looked it like a white person. Fans. Yeah, one of the fans. Oh, it was a like fan. A, yeah, it looked, yeah, it looked like a, a, a yeah, white he person. he got ejected from the game. Yeah, Melo, you know, started to walk to the fans, to the stands. Like, all right, could say that boy thing to me again. And he was uh, kicked out of there. And we have audio of Melo after the game. I'm not in control of that. Sometimes you play through it, you try to do certain things, but it's just certain things you don't bring to any type of sporting event. It's just certain things you don't say to anybody. Uh, if I was outside and I bumped into you and you said that said those things to me, then it would be a totally different story. So, uh, but again, I'm it's, it's, it's out of my hands now. So however they however way they want to play it, they can play it. And I would say Philadelphia 76 fans, or Philadelphia fans are one of the worst fans. If you ever go to their games, oh my goodness. And not just Sixers, uh, the Eagles. That's what I said Philadelphia fans. That's what I said Philadelphia fans. Them white people in Philadelphia can be nasty. Yes. Is what we're saying here. they go hard. Okay? Very nasty, and they will throw a lot of racial slurs at you. I remember my dad telling me, and you know, my dad will tase somebody at a game if he has to. I remember him saying he hates going to Philadelphia. Philadelphia. There's certain sections of that Philadelphia stadium where there's just crowds of white people who will bore you to death and word you to death and all of that. Yeah, Philadelphia wanted the worst. Well, yeah, security officials had to come over, hold Carmelo back with two fans that were ejected from the game. They had been yelling at him for several different possessions prior to that. Bam. All right. Now, Moderna has announced yesterday that they have launched early stage clinical trials of an HIV vaccine. 
Uh, this is a long time coming, but the first participants in the phase one trial were given doses at George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences in D.C., according to a company statement. So nearly 38 million people worldwide, and that's 1.3 million in the U.S. are living with HIV that can potentially lead to AIDS. Hey, Moderna, y'all ain't even really get COVID right. I don't know if y'all should be jumping to uh, the HIV and AIDS quite yet. I don't, I don't know. No, this is something that should have been even before COVID has taken over. This is something that should have been worked on for uh, forever, for no, decades. So. Uh, 100%. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it's taken decades to make that, but it took seconds to make the uh, COVID vaccine. Yeah, kind of makes you nervous, right? <laughs> Making me think a little yeah, bit. It took you decades to get this one, but, that, but the COVID, 20 days. Yeah, I mean, they should have. This should have been something that's been happening. So prayers that this can work because this can really help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I think these pharmaceutical companies should stop putting their names on um on these vaccines, especially after the COVID debacle. You know what I mean? Because now when you think when you thought when you heard the name of Moderna, what's the first thing you thought? COVID vaccine. Exactly. Same thing with Pfizer and everything else. Like I, I would stop putting my name on them and just say we have well, you know vaccines for these diseases. Well, when I hear Johnson and Johnson, I think of baby powder though. Still think of baby powder. That's yeah. right. That, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. All right, well, All right, that, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, Carter from Jersey. Envy, what's up, brother? Carter, what's up, brother? Hey, ye. What up, Carter? How you feeling? I'm good. I was. I want to talk to y'all. Yo, Charlamagne, what's good, brother? Peace, King. How are you? Uh, y'all was talking about like uh, kids, like their jobs not being, uh, not having a lot of jobs, and these kids being in the streets with these guns. A yes, lot sir. of these kids don't want to like work. So, like, I say, like the, the high school I went to, I tell the kids if they don't not gonna go to college after school. Like, you know, get your Twit card or work on getting your CDL. I mean, there's a lot of jobs out here. Like, the Twit card is so big to have, especially at a young age, because you can work on the court. And uh, Longshoreman's getting paid. I be trying to tell you. Hell like, yeah. Know, them Longshoremen, like, them truck like, drivers. Yeah. So, like, they right there. So, your kid is not, they, you can take care of your family with these jobs. So, they always talk about, like, oh, if they're not making it to the league or if they play sports, they don't make it. They really, a lot of these kids give up if they don't make it to sports. There's jobs that you can take care of your whole family, like longshoremen or driving trucks. These kids get ACDL around 18, 19, 20 years old. By 21, they can own their own truck and then take over the world from there. Yeah, absolutely right. That's why we got to show kids there's other career options out there other than sports and entertainment. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so many options out there. You ain't wrong, brother. Absolutely. And, and you know what? We got to start at a young age. I was talking to, um, shout out to AJ, former from uh, 106 and Park. We were talking. He was like, there's not that many things for kids to do at young ages, so it's kind of like they automatically go to the street life. Like, you know, you think about some of the things you did as a kid, whether it was uh, roller skating or y'all played uh, whatever it may be. There were things to do. There was leagues. There was tournaments. There was so many things for kids to do after school. Well, communities cut a lot of that funding. You know what I mean? So a lot a of thing, yeah, you know? a lot of rec centers got shut closed. down. Libraries got closed down. And there's not a lot of physical places for folks to go. So these kids end up online. Even arcades. There was arcades as a kid. There was so many things that I could do instead of just going to the streets. But now you, you don't have those things anymore. So it's kind of like, well, there's nothing to do. Let me go on the block. And that's the th kind of things we got to change. Yeah. Idle mind yeah, is the devil's playground. The 
it's the older it's the older guys on the block though that let them be on the block. Get them off the block. When I was younger, when we played sports, the kids that was hustling, the OGs that was hustling, they told us to stay away from them and just play sports. We don't have that no more. Yeah. All well, right, it takes a village, brother. You have a blessed day, King. Enjoy your weekend, brother. Later. All right, man. Sometimes that information is enough. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, sometimes just hearing what that man said just now is enough for somebody to be like, oh, CDL? Oh, Longshoreman? What is that? Let me Google that. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Kathy coming from Jersey. Hey, Kathy from Jersey. Get it off your chest. I just wanted to commend you guys on the show yesterday with Jay Shetty. Mm-hmm. Jay you Shetty. Did such a wonderful job. Did you meditate I this was- morning? I meditate every day. Okay. Good. Okay. Did you so meditate with us? I'm not really into it, but yesterday, you guys did such a great job. And I do want to say that your consideration, Charlamagne, that you were talking about, that you guys should have, like, the minute of meditation every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would love to hear him more often on the radio. He's an amazing. We, we, I, I, hopefully, we make that happen. That's, that's something I presented, uh, you know, to, to to this company a couple of years ago. The mindfulness, mindfulness minute, either led by Jay Shetty or Debbie Brown throughout the day. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, good morning. This is Jermaine out of Atlanta by way of Harlem. How y'all doing? Hey, what up, Jermaine? Yo, salutations, salutations to the new year. I've been trying to get through for a little while now. Get my... Get my shout-outs for the month of uh, January for all the birthdays, all the loved ones in my life. Hey. I had birthdays this month. I want to just give them a shout-out because I wasn't able to get through. And just shout-out my um, my Instagram. is Bombay Vodka. And that's it. Appreciate the love, y'all. All right, brother. Have a Peace, good one. Peace, King. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, Envy. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Charlemagne. It is Rick. Rick, what up? What up, Rick? Hey. Yo, man, hey, yesterday Rick. was my birthday, and I just turned 40 years old. I was really excited. Hey! Happy birthday! Did you feel yourself, did you feel something shift when you turned 40? Absolutely. Same. Absolutely in my lower back somewhere. <laughs> no, man, I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about spiritually, brother. <laughs> nah, I did. I'm mentally, I'm, I mean, listen, mentally for a long time, I've been feeling like I'm older than I am and I'm just grateful to get to this age man if you know the things I was doing when I was wild and when I was a teenager in my mid-20s man for me to get to 40 mm-hmm. years old and be stable and financially stable and in a happy relationship and got two beautiful kids there you go I am so blessed and I'm feeling it bro so I'm glad to be 40 and I'm appreciating my family I'm appreciating my life I'm in a good space and I want to thank the universe man because I-, I never thought at one point that I'd get it to, to be 40 years old and I'm here now you, so, you sound like you're happy, Rick. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Rick, man. We Rick, thank God for it all, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. y'all. Y'all part of the inspiration, too. Y'all got me here, too, man. Y'all helped me out in the morning. I love talking to y'all in the morning. Love and, you. Uh, y'all part of my daily routine. And thank God I'm 40, man. G. Thank right. God I'm 40. We love Happy you, Rick. Birthday. Appreciate you, you, King. Happy birthday, brother. Hello, who's this? This is Terrence. How y'all doing? What's up, brother? Give What's up, Terrence? How are you? When the country album dropping? Oh man, here you go. No, my thing is, I wanted to see this administration change the way they say they say things, like the infrastructure bill. Didn't Biden say that would be like a thirty-five dollar an hour job with no college degree? I don't remember the details of the infrastructure. The infrastructure bill passed though. Oh, the thing is, that's one hundred and thirty-four thousand dollars a year 
for average family with no overtime. That's ridiculous money. That'll take people out of poverty. But the reason I think that them the Republicans are going against it because they're to clean out the workforce, like Walmart. No, the, 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 you, you mean the Build Back Better plan is what you're talking about. Yeah, the Build Back Better yeah, plan. It, yeah. People better walk out of them jobs left and right because they can make real money for their families. And if you marry, life partner, a couple, and y'all both making over 130 a year, come on, Charlemagne, that'll change poverty. And they going against that. I don't understand it. I mean, one thing that we know this country don't care about is the poor, my brother. That's true about that. And I'm going to let y'all go. Tell Donald Robbins, I said, what's up? Because he's really the Tupac of comedy. And the reason I say it, not for being <laughs> thug or nothing like that, but you can see him on TV with celebrities and on, on movies, then you see him again in the hood, kicking with the average Joe. So tell him his friends did, he said, what's up? All right. We'll let him know. I appreciate we'll you all right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way. Listen, I know Kanye is in the news for multiple things every single day. So we'll tell you what he has to say now, according to his rap, about this clothing line he was supposedly collaborating with to help the homeless. And we'll also talk about a rumor that he is allegedly spreading about Pete Davidson. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Kanye has announced the Donda 2 release date. He posted it's coming February 22nd. Of 2022. So that's 22222. Executive produced by Future. Are y'all ready for that? You think it's going to really happen? I like have no idea. Mm-hmm. And we already see that he's been in the studio with Pusha T, ASAP Rocky, The Game, Big Sean, Fabio Foreign, Hit Boy, Scarface, Khaled, Will I Am, Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's been uh, working. So we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to Pusha T new yo. music. Yeah, Pusha T got a record. Man. I don't know if they're going to let me. I wonder if they let me play it today. I'll ask Pusha. I don't know, but that record that they put on when they was all in the studio together, that record was hard. It's called Diet Coke. Man. It's tough. All right. Now, yesterday we were telling you about Kanye working with Skid Row, uh, this fashion line, and that they're supposed to be doing a fashion show and benefiting homeless people in the area in L.A. There was a whole report on it. Well, now, according to a spokesperson for Ye, they said that it's simply not true. A Yeezy Gap uh, spokesperson told Complex that the event is not on Kanye's schedule. And they also denied the existence of a reported collab collection being in the works. So uh, not sure how the person who has the clothing line, the Skid Row Fashion Week founder, uh, David Sebastian, he's the one that told this news that this was happening and that he spoke with Ye and 100% of the proceeds from this collab would be put toward the assistance of homeless people living on Skid Row. But now Kanye's people are saying that's not true. Yeah, I, I talked to a couple of folks who uh, work with displaced people and they don't even like the idea. You know what I mean? They, they said, you know, homeless people modeling like a spectacle isn't dope at all. And they said many displaced people suffer from you know, mental illness. And they said the anxiety alone from being on stage, getting stared at can be can be paralyzing. And most groups that serve the homeless are even asked not to take pictures because the industry considers it demoralizing. But I don't think it would force anybody. I'm sure they would ask who would want to participate in it. They're not going to just say, hey, you do it right now. I'm sure I'm, they would ask. To do this. I'm just <laughs> delivering a message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure, but I'm sure they would ask people if they wanted to participate in it. But like I said yesterday, you know, it's, if, if, if it helps, if it gets these people, you know, actual homes and mm-hmm. puts 
real money in their pocket, like changes their situation totally. To me, that's the only reason, the only way I would I would let them participate. Because what what you do, you let them model, put a couple of dollars in their pocket, and send them back to the street. No. But like you said, you know, a lot of people who are homeless, a large percentage of them do suffer from mental illness. Some of them have families that could take care of them, that they could live with, and they choose not to. And I've seen documentaries about that and everything. So I don't know what that uh, meant. You know, what, what was that? What was the point of that? I'm just asking. Like, what? well, you're saying you're putting them, put them, get them housing, get put them in homes, mm-hmm. and do that. But there are people who have that option, but because of their mental illness, choose not to. Okay, so if you don't get, the, you you put them in a facility where they can get help for their mental illness. Mm-hmm. All right, now Kanye is also allegedly spreading rumors about Pete Davidson, according to DJ Academics, and here's what he's saying. He's going crazy with himself. Yo, n- told me, yo, this is real talk. Kanye's been telling anybody within an earshot of himself how he could, he's trying to spread a rumor that Pete Davidson has AIDS. I've heard this from eight people. He's telling everybody. I'm telling you, this is a fact. Bruh, if you got to spread a rumor that the d- fucking your wife got AIDS, you're like, bro, like, you burnt out, bro. Wrap it up. It's over. I hope he's not spreading that, that type of rumor. I pray he's not. Well, I don't think you should give energy to goofy stuff. Like ignore it and it'll fade away. And and I, I think that, you know, I'll just say insecurity, ego, low self-esteem, depression will lead folks to do and say strange things. So I really wish folks would go get healing in whatever form of healing works for them and stop projecting pain on on other people. But even if even if if, if it was true, how is that a diss? Like like I, I don't understand. Like like why create that? Just think folks should stop projecting their pain. We also don't people. even know if that's true, by the way. That's I what I said. It's, that. We don't know if that's what I said. I, I, would, I, just I, think people, I think people should stop projecting their pain on other people. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. All right. Now, Shaq is also speaking on this whole Kanye and Kim situation. When he was asked about this on his the big podcast with Shaq, uh, you know, he doesn't have those types of issues when it comes to co-parenting with his exes. We've never seen these social media back and forths. Here's what he had to say about that. Shaq, you didn't have that. You and Shawnee have co-parented well from the get-go. So you didn't have those type of issues. It's not about having issues. It's I And Arnetta. You and Arnetta and you and Shawnee have all co-parented well. I run my well. life on the PPL principles. You protect, you provide, and you love. Even if we're fighting, I'm not going to embarrass her amongst the world. Even if we're arguing, no, hell no. So no. you would never go on social media, and, and, even and if you're mad. They could if they wanted to. If they felt a certain way they wanted to do that, I understand they could do that, but I would never do that. Dropping the clues, Monster Kid O'Neill. Shaq is 100% correct. We said that earlier this week. That's how it should be. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's your ex-wife who you want back. That's the mother of your children, you know? And, and you know, it's, it's like, why would you do that? Now you got the whole world weighing in on your family business. You know, why would you put them in that situation? Why would you put that stress and negative energy on your family? Go sit down with a therapist and figure out how to co-parent. But airing out your family business in the media, that's that's lame. Especially when you want to be right, back well, with that them. well, that is your... Rumor report. No, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. <laughs> if you want to get back, I don't think it helps the cause. At all. You embarrass me. I I, I don't know, but At I could all. be different. I'm I'm not with a Kardashian, but maybe, you know me, but I, I feel like if I wanted to get back with her, if I wanted to get back with my wife, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to embarrass her. I wouldn't want to make her life difficult, and I don't Sha- think. And what Shaq said is true. You know, if, if I feel like as a man, my job is to protect and provide. So if I'm putting information out there that causes people to attack my family and send negative energy to my family, send negative energy to the mother of my child. That's not healthy. And then I think what I would want to do is change the things that made her want to leave. You know? Like, why did she want to leave? Let me change that so maybe I can get her back because it's changed behavior. But well, that change starts with yourself. Yeah. What did Michael Jackson say? 
I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. All right? No message can be any clearer. Uh, If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. change. (laughs) You said, what did Michael Jackson say? I was thinking, your butt is mine. (sighs) All right. All right, we got front page news next. <laughs> you said what did Michael Jackson say? That's Michael the... Jackson said a lot of things. Why was that doing line? I don't that know. That's just the first thing that popped up my Jesus mind. Jesus Christ! All right, front page news. You next. see the video where Prince was like, "Did he wanted me to make that song?" First of all, I would never appeal no song like that. He starts it off by saying, "Your butt is mine." <laughs> we got a problem right there. You know, seen that video with Prince talking to Chris Rock? No. Oh, I'm gonna pull it up. Somebody, I gotta find it. Yeah, you there? Yeah. Um, you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are going to talk about it, man. Imagine you spent 20 years in prison for murder only for your twin to say it was actually him. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is the perfect day to boss up. This is Rick Ross's guide to building your own empire. Now listen up. Your first 30 days of Audible are free when you sign up at audible.com. Uh, I'm tired. sitting there talking about how I'm going to ruin Donnell's energy in a little bit. That's all. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. All right. Now, over the weekend, I know it's going to be a blizzard and storm on the East Coast, but... We still got some championship games. NFL Championship Sunday, Cincinnati Bengals take on the Kansas City Chiefs at 3. And the 49ers take on the Rams, 6.30 p.m. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, you know there's this nor'easter that's coming that can affect 55 million Americans from the mid-Atlantic states to New England. They're saying snow, wind, and flooding are in store as this is all expected to start Friday off the coast of the Carolinas and then move north to the East Coast overnight into Saturday as it strengthens in the process. So, everybody, if you are traveling, I know flights are already getting canceled for today. Just make sure you check all of that out. They said whiteout conditions could create nearly impossible travel, while strong winds will likely lead to scattered power outages and some damage. Yeah, it's supposed to get nasty and disgusting. So, we'll, we'll see how it is on the East Coast. May get you some snacks if you're on the East Coast. You better go to, you know, Wegmans today, uh, Whole Foods, uh Target, wherever you get your snacks from. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's going to be a snack-filled weekend. Before the snow means that, All you right, know, now, especially on the East Coast, it's going to be shut down for 30 days. It'll be on the ground for 30 a days. A man who spent nearly 20 years in prison for murder has been released. His identical twin brother confessed to the crime. Kevin Dugar was freed from the Cook County Jail in Chicago Tuesday night after a motion for bond was granted, according to his lawyer. They said he's overjoyed to be free, but he's also adjusting to a world that's quite different from the world he left 20 years ago when he was arrested for this crime that he did not commit. He spent the last two decades in prison. He was convicted in 2003 for the fatal shooting of a rival gang member. But that case was called into question. His twin brother, Carl Smith, came forward in 2016 to issue a stunning confession saying that he was the one that was responsible for it. So two years later, a judge ruled that that admission was incredible, would not offer this twin a new trial. At the time, he was already serving a 99-year sentence. Smith was serving a 99-year sentence for a home invasion that left a child shot in the head and had also recently been denied an appeal. So they're saying that he had nothing to lose and they were skeptical of the twin's sudden admission. But then another judge recently started uh, reviewing the case and they did ultimately end up appealing it. Oh, so one twin is going to do, he's going to get charged for that? I'm sure, right? Well, he's saying it was a, the a twin that he's in jail already for another crime. Yeah. So the reason why they felt like his admission was false was because he had nothing to lose. Yeah, so they'll, so they'll, the they'll charge twin. him with that and tack more time on it. But I mean, you got 99 years, you know, what's, 
99. If you already got 99, what's the extra 20? Yeah, but that's what he's saying. I'll take my brother's yeah. car, but at least let my brother go. Yeah. Right, so we'll see what happens. We don't know if he really did it or... I wonder or why they couldn't beat that, huh. though. Like, because, I mean, they couldn't tell what twin was what twin. You put both twins on, but, like, which one did the crime? You can't pick which one did it, right? Man, I don't know. This story confused me. Well, I mean, in 2016, yesterday. the the other twin didn't say he did it until 2016. Mm. Okay. So, and then they're saying, well, you're already in jail serving, you know, 99 years. And so that's why they thought it wasn't credible. Gotcha. But now a new judge is reviewing the case. So he was able to come home on bond. All right. That years. is your front page news. Why judges just don't say forever? <laughs> you know, how you going to send somebody to 90, 99 years with a straight face? My goodness. Just say forever. All right. Just say period, matter of fact. Now period means forever. Period. Now, when we come back, mm-hmm. Donnell Rawlins will be joining us. Yes. And, you know, Donnell loves to play with me and Envy on Instagram. Yes, he does. And I love to play with Donnell when he comes to the radio station. We sure do. So, you know, uh, I, I let him do his thing on Instagram every day, all day. Just have a little fun when he comes to the radio Yeah, station. we had a couple That's of cool. options. We can't tell you what the options because we're probably going to use them later on, but... <laughs> But we we, really, we got him. We got him good. We got him good this morning. We got so. him good. Because you got to think he's, he's at Caroline's all weekend mm-hmm. performing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. A lot of bread he about to make. Test positive for COVID. He can't <laughs> make that quarantine, money. don't you? He got a quarantine. He can't do nothing. We'll, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be well, back. Shout out to Donnell. I love Donnell. He's a great person, a great human being, one of my favorite people. So I'm excited that he's coming here and all his success he's been having. All right. We'll talk to him next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. He's in a playful mood today. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angelique. Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He had a little little COVID scare just now. A little COVID scare, huh? I had no COVID scare. I'm a corona survivor two times, son. Two times? You had COVID twice? I had the old school joke and I had the um the soft joint, the new joint. Omicron. Yeah, Omicron. I you can take your for, mask off. Yeah, yeah, I you was did. there for both of them. Yeah, you just joined us. <laughs> no, I ain't uh, taking no mask off. Now, was, uh, he was up here and then uh, he got the call that he had COVID, so. No, no, <laughs> he see, oh, first off, first off, first off, I want to explain something, right? Because I know you motherfuckers is always up to something, right? And I said to myself, ain't no motherfucking prank they can get off on me. I was prepared for that right? I was like, ain't no way. So I came in, boom, I'm fresh off three weeks. I'm fresh off the road. I got antibodies like, I was going to say up the ass, but I don't want to get y'all excited. Right? <laughs> so I didn't mean that. I got antibodies. Take your mask off. I, I ain't taking my shit off. I'm going to tell you why. All right, okay. I, so I came in here. I was like, Donnell, you got to change your ways. Mm-hmm. You've had relationships with people in the past. And for some reason, they go up and down or whatever, right? I said, but now, because I'm looking at all these motherfuckers that keep on posting mental health, mental health, mental health. Mm-hmm. So I said, I got to do be a different person, right? Gotcha. I said, Donnell, you got to be more caring. Mm-hmm. You yes. got to be more loving. Empathy is good. And Correct. sometimes you got to let stuff go, right? Right, right, right. So this is what's my idea how I was going to start this interview. DJ Envy, I love you. I love you. Angelique, I love you. I know. Charlamagne, I love hating you every opportunity <laughs> I can get. I dream about hating you the more that people say living rent-free and all that. Every time I get a chance, when something come on the internet, I say, oh, I'm about to get him again. I love your so jacket, bro. I want thank one. You. Thank you. I, I think one. the thank on you. the back is very progressive. <laughs> that's, I think that's a mic. Let me see. Turn, let me see. That's a mic. <laughs> don't touch me, son. Don't touch me. Six feet. Don't touch me. So this is, don't touch me. So this is, don't touch me. Oh, this is what you gonna do? Oh, this is what you gonna do? 
Let me write the policy. Here you go. Here go. Here, this is what I'm saying, son. What, what, what? So I come up in here and take the COVID test, right? First mm -hmm. off, 250 for a rapid, son? You had to pay 250 That's what that's what y'all charge. They charge wow. you. Wow. My publicist said Breakfast Club's demanding that you take a COVID test. I don't know where that money right? go. Yeah, where two, that 250 go? That's, yo, that's, that's crazy. That's a lot. Oh, look, he already seen investment opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this <laughs> Yo, this <laughs> he just saw seasons. He's like, oh, 250. I can flip that. I can flip that. So how much you get the test for? Five? 250? I do a seminar? Charge everyone. <laughs> this be like, yo, this your boy DJ Envy down here with the COVID testing right now. Yo. That nigga has Yo, boy, come down here and get COVID tested right now, and I can show how your family oh. can get generation, oh, generational man. testing for the rest of your life. <laughs> what, what the <laughs> hell? Yo, this is a uh, opportunist motherfucker. Right, he will find he a way. Back, he was oh. Did you see his man, face? Generational testing Yo, for the rest of your life. you did like this, he was like, so oh. what, what did you say? How much? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen do math in the eyebrows? <laughs> was going like Talib on his motherfucking <gasps> phone. 250? Oh, we need to get into that. So what happened when they tested you? Okay, this is what I'm telling you. First off, this is very symbolic of today because this is my Roniversary. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it is. This was a time when mm. the whole crew popped in Austin, Texas. So I didn't get it. Everybody, you get, I don't know how she get it. I don't know. Her <laughs> test is fake as <laughs> Yo, I don't know what type of test you got, son. And I don't want to say anybody supposed to get it, but she supposed to get it, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't wish no corona on nobody. But I'm like, how the f we got it three times? She ain't got it yet. And I was with you every time you she got was every time. So I come up here. I'm excited. So he tests me. Boom. I'm waiting. I know rappers take seven minutes, six minutes, right? I'm like, something. Okay, first off. Everybody in your staff. <laughs> I mean, everybody. Not one person. I'm saying not two. All right, because this was a group effort. Yeah. Because they asked you to do drops. Yeah. And then and then the COVID <laughs> downstairs, he came up. Donnell, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. You tested positive. I was like, who tested positive? I got positive energy. Oh, you know we got all this on tape. I yo, I'ma tell y'all. <laughs> let me tell you something. I wasn't. I assessed the situation. First thing I said was, which everybody says, I was like, false positive. And then he was like, oh, he, do oh, man, he was theatrical as shit, son. <laughs> he was shaking. His acting was so good, he started making me nervous, son. <laughs> I was like, nah, they faking. He was like, no, I don't care, Darnell. You got to go. Just got to go. Please, everybody. Who did you call? Uh, huh? You called somebody? I called my sister. I was like, they just tried to say, and then I touched the boss. And she said, that's impossible, because she know this the situation. Like, mm -hmm. But the first thing I was saying was like, I cannot lose this money. You that, that's what we yo, said. Yo, we you said he I was yo, so mad Greg wasn't here. Myself, I wanted Greg yo, Charles from Carolina to be here I when said, he heard that news. That's what I, I really wanted. Y'all want to hear the real You weren't going to tell nobody. Yo, let me tell you what. I wasn't going to tell. I was going to call Greg and say, Greg, I just want you to know. I knew he was going to tell. I knew he All I kept saying, oh, this is this alley right here. I was like, he probably at me on his phone. I didn't even, I didn't, I'm going to be honest, Donna. I didn't even know they did that because no one told me. No, we didn't tell her. We didn't tell her. They, they thought, they thought I would tell you. You would have. You would have told me. Like We know. I will say, execution, I give y'all a hundred on this one. And this motherfucker. 
Yo, here's the thing that really sold me. <laughs> and then why you kick the guy that worked here? Why man? you kick the guy? They say you kick the they tech. They say you kick the tech, not the tech, the the the, like, the COVID tech. Yeah, yeah that was about to cost me money. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was being friendly to him downstairs, right? So when did you realize that it was a joke? After he asked for the anal swap. This is why I didn't think it was a joke. I did not know how low y'all was stooped for a break. <laughs> That's the only reason. And I was saying, I was going to hit y'all with some ethical <laughs> shit, right? You know that could cause anxiety. <laughs> right? You know that I need mental health right now. But, you know, but you know, Charlamagne was going to take a look. Like, Charlamagne was like, yo, let's let him get back in the car and then, and then come get I you. I wanted to, because you know why? Because Greg wasn't there. See, yeah. I knew how to hurt you. I wanted Greg no, to no, be no, there. No, 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 no. So off, Greg would be like, damn, we got to cancel the show. Off, I needed to hear Greg say, first, damn, we're going to have to cancel the show this and weekend. And Greg is from Caroline. That's what I wanted to see. You are a person that subscribes to cancel culture. Did he that not is not cancel culture. Yo, what you said? You wanted me to lose money. No, I wanted to see your facial expression. Of losing when, money? No, yes, but you, I didn't really want you to lose it because it was fake, Donnell. But when Greg would have heard the news, he would have been like, damn, we'd have had to cancel the show. You'd have looked so distraught. I wouldn't have been I would have like let a, that linger for like 15 seconds. This is what my plan was. Wait, what do you have there? What is all that? I have COVID tests for you. This is how I was ahead of y'all before y'all thought about it. I said, wait a minute, if iHeart and the Breakfast Club want to test me, I want to test y'all. So, open them nose. What kind of swabs are those? Are those, those are, is that yeah. the anal swab? No, just, <clears throat> I do not want to make your day. I told you I like <laughs> one of your days. I'm not trying to make you happy, jump for joy. You know what I'm saying? He the only one getting a COVID test, start like this. Like this. Yo, how you reverse up? You ain't supposed to back up for no COVID joint, son. That's somebody like, nah, I won't take it. I don't want to you know, make your day. Uh, all right, we going to take the test that Donnell brought when we come back, all right? So don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Donnell Rollins is here. He came up here with some COVID tests, and we all took the tests, and we're all negative. So none of us have COVID. See what we did for safety? <laughs> you Yo, are the craziest man alive, we did, man. We did for safety. <laughs> this guy, man. So Listen, this, congratulations, Donnell. You got, uh, I don't want you to no, say No, you're playing nice. Mr. Earl. Congratulations. See? When I try to have a conversation with you, you don't want me to have a conversation. Okay, who is Mr. Earl? He's on the um the new Lakers show that looked fire that my man Rodney Barnes wrote. Yes, I think that it's going to gain. It's a sports documentary about uh, the Lakers, the Lakers in the heyday of the Lakers. Who you play? I play uh, Magic Johnson's. Uh, don't Sorry. say it. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I play, I play. You did tell me that when you first told me about it. I play. Yo, that's what you said. That's what you said. Yo. Yo, let me tell y'all. It's different levels of hate in this room. Hate, hater, and hatess. That's what it is. Man, you know what's funny, though? You knew what he was going to say, though. What? Yo, all your comic instincts you did. You like, you say that No, because I know. I sit back. Let me tell you something. Oh, when I come in, I sit back, and I practice the night before. <laughs> I was like, you, ain't, you ain't fabulous enough to play no, no, uh, I, Magic. Son, by the way, no, I, don't ever yeah. front on EJ. That's a bad mother. Before you try to hate me, this is what I respect about EJ. EJ is who the f EJ in, is. in a big way. Like yes, and EJ absolutely, and he embraces so much. And so the best thing, the best thing you could do in your life is to be honest. He's, with he's authentic. And then if you're authentic, yeah. people people do that. So I played Magic Johnson's father's friend that works in the um in the car plant with him. <laughs> and Joe Epitone is in it. And also Earthquake. Shout out to Earthquake, my man. Shout Earthquake. to Earthquake. How much? Earthquake, Earthquake got another show too, I saw. Yeah, Earthquake Killing. We both just recently taped um a Netflix special that Woo! was produced by Pilot Boy Production. Why you invite us? I was there. You, I, you know what? I will say, I should have extended an invitation to you because you do you. You. Me. You. 
always support my show. So it was Why you act like I don't come to your show? Don't start. You always do this like I don't come to your show. Are we rewinded? Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. I gave up on it. <laughs> I gave up on it, son. My therapist told me, my therapist told me to move forward with it, son. Certain things you just won't change. And your I brother gotta, don't have a crush on him no more. No, not yeah. he been gave up on him. Yeah. I got a therapist too. I'm happy right. for you. You should. You know who my therapist is? Who? My man's is. Okay. Right? And then he just say, you right word to mother. That's the therapy. I think therapy would be good for you, Donnell. I'm not doing therapy. Ever. Why? Maybe. So you did it? <laughs> maybe. Never. Yeah. Ever. Maybe. Why are you talking to me about no, it? I'm asking because you know what? Everybody don't you, need a therapist. I saw you on the cabin though and you did have a little breakdown and I was like. How did I have a breakdown? It was like a little breakthrough. But what was the subject? What are I talking about? You're talking about your dad. Oh yeah. This, this is what I'm talking about my dad. And I say, I think the relationship that I had with my dad made me a doper or a more involved dad. I saw your interview with Chaz Palminteri, too, where you were talking about your dad. Yeah, and my dad wasn't a bad dad. My dad just chose a lifestyle. He didn't have the time for all the kids that he had. Mm -hmm. And I remember throughout my dad passed away three years ago. Yo. <laughs> wow. Yo, the yeah. last time I, I talked about my father, you <laughs> bro. No. You know what's so crazy? That is actually one of my main mindfulness people. That's Debbie Brown. You, a therapist? She, she's like, oh, yeah, she's a, she's in that world. She's not a therapist. Put, put on the phone and see if she can talk to me. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm doing an interview with Donnell Rollins. I'm trying to convince him to, to get some healing. He's about to break down about his father. Oh, please heal. Yes, give him that Okay, healing. first of all, doctor, what's your name? Her name is Debbie yeah, Brown. Debbie, Debbie, Debbie <laughs> Brown, first off, you don't even, you didn't even talk to me before you say I need healing because you talked to him. I felt it. No, I felt it. I felt your spirit through the phone and now hearing your voice, I really know you need it. Wow. <laughs> Yo, so what do I... So what's, what's wrong with my voice? There's pain there. I agree. I agree, too. Okay. All right. You know, I'm be open for therapy. So what I do next? What's the problem with your father? What was the issue? No, it's not a problem with the father. I said, I think the relationship I had with my father made me want to be a better father. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I said that... Because he wasn't a good father. No, that's not what I said. And I'm not going to let you talk about my father like that. Okay. What I'm saying is he had a lifestyle that he didn't have all the time for the kids. But I, I remember... I don't have a lot of memories with my dad. So with that said, when I had my son and I had, and I had him at a later age, I said, I want to make more memories and do a lot better in building that relationship that happened with my dad. Who he sound like? That's how, that's me. I say yeah. the same thing. What is his mindset when we're talking about me and then, is that a narcissist? <laughs> no, no, I'm really talking about you. No, we I'm telling you that you're not alone. You did that, Charlamagne. I'm your therapist now. <laughs> <laughs> you did that, Charlamagne, and then with that said, you brought it right back to you immediately. No, I'm letting you know you're not That's alone. That's not what you said. Do he talk to you like this in the session? giving you compassionate reinforcement. Because one of the biggest hurdles, I think, for so many of us is we grow up in families with secrets. So no one ever feels I'm keeping my secret. I never go to your couch. That they feel. We said nobody ever talks about the things that they feel. What did you say, Deb? You said it's a powerful place for Donnell to be? Yeah, everything that he just said, like that shows he's in a really powerful place in his life right now. Like he's in a space of kind of neutral awareness. Like usually when we bring up memories, especially memories with our parents, there's a lot of charge to it, right? Like there can be a lot of pain or a lot of ancestral pain that comes through. And so the way that he was talking about it, it was just like, hey, this is what was, but this is what I intend to do. So how do you deal with people that you're trying to be friends with and they keep on doing corny pranks. And I'm going to tell you, they go as far as 
I've been gifted a, a butt. Dev, I love you. I'm going to call no, you back. No, no, right, no. Dev. Why Dev. you want to hang up? Dev, why, why you want to hang up? I'm going to call you back. I love you, all okay? Right, all right. Damn. I want to go back to your pops because you did say something that was real powerful and it's, we don't give each other enough credit for that. We are the generation of men that are breaking that cycle because yeah. I said your father was a bad father. I didn't mean to say it like that. You did. But, no, I didn't. Our fathers were doing the best they could right. with what they had at the right. time. This is what people try to say. Because you're not around, you're a deadbeat. That's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, motherfuckers have kids. It wasn't like we planned this. It was like, oh, we got it popping. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. went raw and that happened. So it's always hard to build a relationship when it was never loved there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And, and your some, dad was a kingpin, which I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, kingpin. He was in uh, kingpin heroin, I know, uh, in D.C. He's, he was in and out of prison. I never not felt I didn't have love, love from him. Like what level of kingpin now? What's the what's the, what's the OG? To, what's the OG kingpin from DC? Everybody talk about my, like well, my, Raymond um, Rayful Rayful Ray Evans. Yeah, Ray I, I'll just say this: <clears throat> all of those guys were his youngins. If you wow. his, my, Nick, my my dad's nickname was Box. I, I'll just give. I remember one time he was on the run. He had he used to do go gos at this place called the Washington Coliseum in Washington DC. Certain things where I know I, my dad like really loved me. We was at the Washington Coliseum one time and we we was running concession. What year was it? This is probably like uh, 83, 84. I'm old. Yes, he was like... It, it was around that time. And my father, my mother came in and she said, they looking for your father. And I knew who they was. <laughs> <laughs> you knew who they was. I right? knew who they was then, right? <laughs> they were looking for your father. I was like this. I don't know when I'm ever going to see my father again. Damn. And this went <clears> like, <throat> he was on the run maybe like four months. Like, nobody heard from him or anything. And I remember this Christmas, me and my brother, I was like, man, Christmas is going to be up. I don't even know where my father is or whatever. And I heard a knock at the door. It's your father. And he was on the run. But he made his business before he ran, ran, which was wow. Jamaica, that he wanted to tell us he loved, he loved us. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Donnell Rollins. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Donnell Rawlings. Did they ever catch your father? Yeah, they caught him. In Jamaica? They caught him in Jamaica. And here's the thing. When he went to Jamaica, you know, Jamaican government is easy to manipulate with money. Mm -hmm. So he was over there. He was like, he had a lot of cash. And he was over there living his life. One of the only motherfuckers at the time had Mercedes, living in the mansion, all this type of in Jamaica. In Jamaica. Not low at all. <laughs> in, in Jamaica. So he was doing a lot for uh, the Jamaican government. And then some kind of way, they had some type of fallout. And they was like, they come, sent him back. come get this motherfucker. When's the last time you seen your pops? He passed. Oh, he passed I mean, what, what's the last time you saw him, rather? This was like three years ago. It was He passed away on um, Valentine's Day. Wow. Like, like three years ago. Did he, so, did he get life or did he ever come back out? He keep getting... Yo, you want to hear a real crazy story? Mm -hmm. So, him being a kingpin, we thought, you ain't going to be no old kingpin, right? And this was like about five years ago, right? I heard it's the same they looking for your father. After he was out? Five years ago. Yo, let me tell you something. This was about seven years ago, right? He was like, he had a car wash, whatever. I had I get this call, they, they looking for your father. I'm like, this is still out here in these streets. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what age was he now? Because now he had at to this be like, time, like late late sixties. He back in jail, and I'm saying to myself, he been in and out of my life. Another reason why I'm connected with my son. When I look at my son, he's six years old now. My dad was locked up when I was the age of my son now, mm -hmm. and I was like, I could not imagine not experience this part That's of right. his life. Did he ever meet your son? Yeah, I he was so happy because of that. I was really happy because of that because 
he was calling me all type of names. He thought I was scared of Wait, why black, do you think that? Oh, because you didn't have a kid? I'm going back before homophobia and all that shit. Like, I'm just being real right now. You be, I, listen, you know, it's, it's crazy how all of us got the same experience yeah, as like black men. My pops man. did the same when I, when I got my earring. My dad, right. same. same thing. Yeah, it's simple. We're in a different place now. Absolutely. The way we used to think then, that's why. No, the way they used to think. They, yeah. And we used to think that way because they used to beat it, beat it in our head like that's that was wrong. So how was your pops with your brother? Because your, your brother's gay, right? Let me let me answer. I'll, I'll tell you that. But let me tell you this is the story. So my father's luck up. I'm like, he's going to die in prison. He told me in the phone, he said, man. If I get caught, it is what it is. He even told me one time, he said, maybe I'm crazy, son. He said, but I had fun in jail. And I was like, how did you say that? He's, all his friends was there. Mm. All wow. his friends. But you talk about, this is a perfect look at God moment. So he don't have the money to get the best lawyer. He was going to take a plea. There was a rogue FBI agent that was on like 80 or 90 cases. Oh, mm -hmm. that I remember was, that. He was using the dope, stealing the dope, selling the dope. My mother father... Walked. Wow. Man, Look, I wanted I wanted I wonder did he ever realize his purpose, man. Nah, nah, I don't need no hugs. I don't need no hugs. I don't need no hugs. I'm good, son. I don't with y'all, son. I don't with y'all, son. I'm never gonna with y'all. Yo, I I'm never with y'all. I'm good. I wonder did he ever find his purpose, you think? This is why I say his purpose, but it's a really, really quick story. Um when he first came to prison, when I first started doing comedy, he came to one of my shows. And I was just proud that he saw that I was doing it. I was mm -hmm. out in front of an audience and everything. I said, Dad, how'd you like the show? He said, you was funny, but what you got to do is you got to end strong, right? He was getting me father-son advice. But it was hard. it's hard to take father-son advice for somebody that hasn't been there in your life that much. Like, right now, I don't want your advice. I just want you to say, I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I love you, right? And this is where I can understand how it in your youth can be with you. Absolutely. And throughout my entire career, I used to always say, you don't f with my comedy. Yeah, you but, know how much you project that childhood trauma even now? I do, but not with you. Yes, you did. <laughs> I do, but not with you. You, you vented to me one time so much in the airport, you was something like that. I vented to you. I said, Donna, I tell you that you're one of the greatest comedians out here now and guess what all I the said. time. Guess and you was like, you don't f with me. You f with Andrew, and you f with guess Amanda, what? Guess and this what you, person. That's what you said, and I'll tell you why. You said, I tell you, you're funny all the time. I said, yes, you do. Say, but you don't tell that to your platform or your listeners. That's a lie. And when I saw you at Radio City, I can quote jokes that you did, and I said you were f the funniest person on the stage and that then, night, even what? funnier than Dave. And get me to, and then the respect you gave me after at the studio when you put a butt in my face. They don't <laughs> go together, son. You can't respect it. Still give my ass, right? You, you don't understand. Now, Applause. Now, I'm, just, I'm just curious. I asked you a question. What are you I'm just talking curious. about? Yeah. How your dad treated your brother? So, my brother came to one of my shows, and uh, after the show, he said, "You see that guy over there?" He said, "That's your brother-in-law." So I'm thinking that my father has so many kids. I'm thinking he just popped another. I was. I'm not. I'm not meeting no more brothers and sisters, right? It didn't dawn on me to what he was saying was that's his partner. Until I got home. And I called my father. I was like, yo, Chucky just told me he was gay. And my father said, yeah, I knew what he was up to. <laughs> like being gay was up to something. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, like, you didn't think I knew what he was up to? <laughs> he said, 
Yo, I'm telling you, it was the craziest moment ever. Like, if you, I'm saying, if you knew you was up to it, why you didn't tell me you was up to it? If you knew, you just did not tell somebody you was up to it? He said, he said, I knew what he was up to. He said, but. And he said, this, oh, that's so weird, but, right? Y'all are ass man. Y'all the ultimates. Y'all, you can't get no more ass than that, son. Yo, no, I said, I didn't know that. Where you also? Yo, I said, I said, he said, I knew what he was up to, but when my father's speaking on the partner that my brother uh, chose, my father said, I knew what he was up to, but so-and-so, he said, is a good I know the streets will understand what I'm saying right. when I say right. that. You know that what I'm normalizes. saying? Normalizes. Normalizes. He's, like, he's a good mm-hmm. Right? And in that moment, and I was like, bigger than what my father thinks of, it's not a lifestyle. My brother's checked me on this. It's not a lifestyle. It's and nature. My, it's their nature. It's nature. Because yeah. my brother checked me one time. And my brother checked me one time. I did when I was did something with Lil Nas, right? My brother said, I want to do your podcast. I said, why you want to do my podcast? He said, Cause I want the world to know. I said, "What you want the world to know? You gay?" He said, "No, I want the world to know that my brother is not homophobic. He might be homo ignorant, mm. but he's not homophobic." Mm. Mm. And it's a big difference. difference. Yeah. No, it's a big no, difference. No, 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 like Yo, ignorance don't mean you being ignorant. malicious or anything. It's like, what the the you don't know. But what I realized in that conversation with my father when he was speaking to my brother was that my dad's youngest brother was gay. And my brother, my father protected him to no end. We had uh, internally in the family, they would tell a little jokes, but let somebody outside of that motherfucker, you get in the fucking hands. Mm-hmm. You know, and I realized in that moment is that my father cared about my brother being with somebody that he respected, appreciated, and approved of more than anything. Mm. That's how it should and be. And at the end of the day, that's it. You know, Donnell, wow. what I did want to ask you moving on from this. And Netflix special's coming? When is that coming February. out? February. February. Yeah. You February. come on before that. And then also, of course, you had Caroline's this weekend. Why the jewelry? Like, you, you're not a jewelry person. I've never seen you wear iced out watches and all that. I had to floss with y'all, son. Why <laughs> you wait till now and everybody getting robbed out here? This was a gift, son. Who gave it to you? Kid Rock. What's the story? I met Kid Rock on the river during summer camp last year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say a lot of crazy stuff about him, whatever. But I met a different person. Somebody was at peace that was like somewhat concerned about the people's thoughts of him, but at the same time, rebellious saying, I don't give a shit. but, you know, we all in hip-hop, we grew up with Kid Rock in some kind of way. It was a disconnection with him in the community, but I met a, a good dude, and he gifted me this. He said, hey, take it. He just had it on and gave it to you? Yo, I thought he was trying to get me to do something to him. What? What, what do you mean? Somebody give you a gift like this, son, it's like, you know, it's oh, you like... You thought you were trying to hit? I don't know what it was, but it's not just a... <laughs> It's not just a gift that you give people. Unless I was like this, maybe I left a strong impression on him. Maybe mm. it's not real. On the river, what? <laughs> Let me see. All right, here we go. All right let's see. He's mega diamonds. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's real. Wow. And mega diamonds, real. Oh, he's so hyped. Yo, I, yo, I was like, now you gotta do our Y'all gonna stop flossing on me. Y'all gonna stop. Nah, you ain't sitting. What kind of watch is it? Don't even worry about it. Bitch, bitch, I'm good. Thank you, Kid Caroline. Thank you, Kid Rock. Well, Caroline. Yeah, make sure y'all, yo, Caroline, this weekend, make sure y'all go to the Donnie and Marley show on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Y'all know what it is. I'll be there Saturday, 945 show. All right, well, Donnie Rawlins, Caroline, this weekend, even if it's storms, they're gonna be opening up. I'll be there. We appreciate you for joining us, bro. Strip club again after. We love you, Donnell. Nah, f- Donnell, we f- 
fucking love you. Yeah. Okay? I, I really do love you, Dana. And by the way, make sure you watch me and Dana, our partners on Kevin Hart's Game Face Challenge. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so. Angela Yee is very, very competitive. I am. I hate yeah. losing. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. It's Dana Rollins. More time. I know that you think for this. Yo, you want me, you need more time. That you sent me of Chris Rock and Prince is hilarious. You never seen that? No, I never seen it. Hey, y'all are some uncultured swine up here. Sometimes oh, I, I ask myself, everything. why do I even work I up here? Everything. First of all, that's not even everything. That was the '90s. That was our era. That was when we didn't have nothing to do but watch television. It wasn't on video okay. music box, so I ain't see it. My God, yeah, because it was on HBO, I believe. Where was that? I wasn't allowed Jackson to watch HBO. I think that was the Chris Rock show. Let me I wasn't see allowed to watch was. HBO back then. You wasn't allowed to watch HBO? Nah, because they had sex on HBO. Okay. Yeah. What? They did. Yeah, they huh? did. Them in Showtime. I wasn't allowed to watch that. Oh. Okay. Well, my dad had me watching Eddie Murphy Raw and stuff like that earlier. Well, if you Early don't know, morning, we are The Breakfast Club. We're talking about a clip of Chris Rock talking to Prince about why he wasn't in the bad video bro, that, and the cl- bad that, song. that clip is classic, bro. You're talking to a bunch of people who've already seen that clip. Maybe not. Unless they're five. Red, did you see it? You seen it before? It's been discussed a lot. A lot, it's sir. Been, yeah, it's pretty okay. popular. Nick, you seen it? As a matter of fact, I just got a COVID... I just got a COVID test. The guy who came in here, because I have a huge uh, poster, of, uh, a huge piece of artwork of Prince, and he was like, oh, that's Prince? He was like, I don't really know any of his music because I'm really young, but... You know, he doesn't know a lot about and, and so that cl- I can see how some people might not. Yeah, and it resurfaced a lot, too, when Chris Rock uh, hosted hosted SNL. Well, because when he hosted it. SNL, Prince was the musical guest, so a lot of people went back to that interview. Well, I didn't see it. It is, it is, a, it is a, a classic and story the, and the, of yes, is this why one? they've never worked together. Yeah, because Prince was supposed to be on Michael Jackson's Bad Song. In Correct. the video, he was supposed to play the Wesley Snipes character, and he didn't want to. And he was like, first of all, the song starts off, your butt is mine. Because <laughs> 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 he didn't want to be a part of it. So right. he, he just have his butt out. But he don't care about his butt anymore. It's, it's, his, it's his butt. His oh. butt is out. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's Who's go. Butt. <laughs> She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Kim Kardashian, her Skims shapewear line. You know this actually launched not that long ago, by the way. It was in 2019 that she co-founded Skims alongside the company's CEO. And now that Skims line is valued at $3.2 billion. You know how amazing that is? Just last year in April of 2021, uh, it was half that. And now they're at $3.2 billion. So you can see the growth. And they're actually going to do their own retail location. So right now they've been raising money. And they just see a lot of opportunities there. What happened to Chloe uh, Kardashian's hand? I seen something that was uh... man. Shut up. Why? Why is he... <laughs> man dropping a clues bomb for us do, being niggas? Niggas are gonna hate. We can't just, help it sometimes. I asked a question. Man, deal with your own pain. I just asked a question. What's up with her hand? <laughs> Nobody else in the hand has oh, nothing to do with skims. Oh man. Oh, you said oh, skims. I, I love us so skims. much, right. man. I love her so much, man. All right, now, Chris Brown is being sued for $20 million. A woman is claiming that he drugged and raped her on Diddy's estate. All right, nothing funny. And so now this woman is saying this happened back in December of 2020 on a yacht that was parked at Diddy's estate. The woman is only identified as Jane Doe. She's reportedly a professional choreographer, dancer, model, and musical artist. She said that Chris Brown went from being friendly with her to attacking her within minutes. It all started, she said, when Chris Brown grabbed the phone of a friend she was FaceTiming and persuaded her to come to Diddy's home on Star Island. When she got there, 
The alleged victim says that he approached her and asked if she wanted a drink. And then she said she had a sudden unexplained change in consciousness. She felt disoriented, physically unstable, and started to fall in and out of sleep. And that's when she said that Chris Brown led her into a bedroom, drugged and half asleep, removed her bikini bottoms, and raped her despite her resistance. And so... Uh, she said that the reason that she did not report it right away was because she was a medical student at the time and was embarrassed. Now, Chris Brown has since posted on social media. I hope you all see this pattern of cap. Whenever I'm releasing music or projects, they try to pull some real BS. So it feels like that is in response to these allegations. But we will keep you updated um, on that situation. All right. Do you all want to hear some good news? Tyler Perry Studios has joined the employer roster of Vets to Sets. That's a nonprofit that connects veterans with producers. So what they're doing is finding entry-level production positions for veterans. And his company um, has been headquartered out of the former Fort McPherson Army Base in Atlanta since 2015. It was a big deal when he moved into that space. So right now he is on that employer roster. So that's a beautiful thing for him to be able to offer those opportunities uh, to military veterans. And Wendy Williams may not be returning to her talk show until at least March. That's what people are saying right now. When oh, they so ask she is coming back. Lightly sit out the rest of- I thought at first they we said she know. wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, now they're saying at least not until March. At least. Okay, there's been a lot of different guest hosts happening. And there a lot of these people are going to be returning as guest hosts for the month of February and through March 4th. People like Fat Joe, Remy Ma, Michael Rappaport, Bebby Smith, Terrence J, Sherry Shepard. So they're saying that's what it's looking like. And, you know, things can change as they have been. It's beginning pushed back and pushed back. But some people feel like she might never come back. A source uh, did tell Page Six that there's a lot of truth to the rumors about her absence. They said it's one thing to see what we've seen in the studio, but it's another thing when certain staff members make it to her home. They said when the cameras and mics are off, the liquor comes out. So that has been said previously. So we shall see if she does make it back to her show. You know, we definitely send the healing energy to Wendy Williams. And, uh-huh. you know, I would hope that she makes it back. I want Wendy to go out on her terms. You know what I mean? They said that the ratings are still doing well, right? On the show? That's what I heard. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, they have been. I don't know where they're at now, but the ratings have still been fine. My girl Ida Rodriguez was on yesterday, too. Shout out to her. She's a guest right, host? Well, she hosted? That is your rumor report. No, she was a guest. Oh, okay. She was a guest on. I think Sherry Shepard was hosting. Well, drop on the clues, Bonfire Ida, Ida Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I know Flame was, Flame was supposed to do it, too. Did they do the same episode? Uh, I saw Ida on there, but mm. I didn't see Flame on that particular episode. All right. All right. Well, All right. thank you well, for that rumor that report. That is your rumor report. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man. You know, I need the D.A.R.E. program to come to the front of the congregation. D.A.R.E., where have y'all been? Where have y'all been? We're going to discuss four after the hour. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee here, and my friends at the General Insurance give you quality car insurance for less. Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options by calling 800-GENERAL or visiting thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. WWPR FMHD1 New York. An iHeartRadio station. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. (laughs) The Breakfast Club.
Yes, Donkey of the Day for Friday, January 28th, goes to the Drug Abuse Resistance Program, commonly known as D.A.R.E. You remember them? Uh, I truly don't think I've heard from them since I was in high school, and that was the 90s. All right, D.A.R.E. was established in the 80s during the Reagan era, and they advocated for a zero-tolerance policy on drugs. Respectable cause. Okay, I have no idea where they went or where they've been the last couple of decades, but they but they popped up this week uh, to call out one of my favorite TV shows of the moment, Euphoria. Okay, they called out Euphoria for their depiction of drug use and sex and violence. Now, I don't know if y'all watch Euphoria. Uh, first season came out about three years ago. It's a very popular show. Uh, it follows a character named Rue, played by Zendaya. Dropping the clues bombs for Zendaya. Okay, Zendaya is a high school, um, not Zendaya, Rue is a high school student struggling with addiction. Now, I'm not going to lie. As a parent, I was concerned. Okay, my oldest daughter will be 14 this year, all right? So in 2019, she was like 11, 12, maybe, okay? Old enough to use the remote control for sure, all right? She got a TV in her room, so the first thing I thought when I watched Euphoria, starring Zendaya, is what the hell is Casey Undercover doing, all right? If you got a teenager, nine times out of ten, they came up watching Casey Undercover. Your kids used to watch Casey Undercover, Amy? No. On Disney? Mm-mm. Wow. Okay, well, it's starring, you guessed it, Zendaya. Now, Casey Undercover aired for three years from 2015 to 2018. So the next thing after Casey Undercover that I saw um, Zendaya in was Euphoria. So imagine you're a child who loves Zendaya from Casey Undercover. You start seeing promos for this new show starring Zendaya called Euphoria. It's all about the apps nowadays. So you could easily go from Disney Plus, where Casey Undercover is, to Euphoria on HBO Max and prepare for the shock that will ensue. So I understand why the show would have, you know, parental advisory. I understand the concerns any parent could have, any adult could have based on the content. But D.A.R.E. doesn't see it that way. They released a statement, and I'll read some of it. D.A.R.E. said, rather than further each parent's desire to keep their children safe from the potentially horrific consequences of drug abuse and other high-risk behavior, HBO's TV drama Euphoria chooses to misguidedly glorify and erroneously depict high school student drug use, addiction, anonymous sex, violence, and other destructive behaviors as common and widespread in today's world. D.A.R.E. said it would like to consult with representatives of the show to present its concerns. I personally hope. Okay, this is Brother Lenard, Uncle Charlotte talking. I personally hope those representatives decline. And Dare says it is unfortunate that HBO, social media, TV program reviewers, and paid advertising have chosen to refer to the show as groundbreaking. It is groundbreaking. Okay, very much so. Rather than recognizing the potential negative consequences on school-aged children who today face unparalleled risk and mental health challenges. I dare listen. Okay, who did y'all consult before y'all wrote this letter? Did you survey parents to see how they feel about the show? Did you discuss with any adults how they feel about the content of this show and their kids watching? Did you talk to any kids to see if they are even being negatively influenced by euphoria? That's what I did. I asked my daughter. What do you and your friends think about Euphoria? First, I said, are you watching Euphoria? She said, no. Are your friends? She said, yes. What do they think about the show? They think it's interesting. You know what my next question was? Does it influence them to do drugs? She was like, no. Those kids are losers. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So I want to know who did y'all consult, Dad? Because it sounds like a bunch of grown-ass adults who I haven't heard say a damn thing against drugs over the last couple of decades, as if we aren't in an opioid crisis. I I feel like y'all just came to this conclusion on your own because you know it would bring you something you all haven't had in a while, and that's attention. Okay. All right. Number one, Zendaya always, always says this show could be triggering to some and she emphasizes that it's for mature audiences, always. All right. Before this season, she said uh, 
maybe even more so than the last, this show is deeply emotional and deals with subject matter that can be triggering and difficult to watch. And she also added that viewers should only watch if you feel comfortable. So there's a warning. Now it's up to you to make a choice as a viewer. Now, let's talk about Dare saying euphoria glorifies drug use, addiction, anonymous sex, and violence. I am hip-hop. That is my culture. Okay, in hip-hop, we celebrate a lot of destructive things mindlessly. Okay, literally with no thought. Just because it sounds good over a beat. If Dad came and wrote some letters about some hip-hop songs over the years, literally this same statement, I probably wouldn't say anything depending on who the, the artist is. Now, who the artist is is very important because there's a lot of rappers who tell you the consequences of their actions. That's why I love Jay-Z. That's why I love Scarface. That's why I love Ghostface. That's why I love Nas, Killer Mike, T.I. These brothers throughout the years have shown you both sides. Yes, they talk about the streets and the drug game and things that may they, that they, they may have done in the street, but they also tell you the consequences of your actions if you are in the street. They explain to you that these things lead to jail, death, families being ruined, that the streets can lead you to depression, paranoia. They don't make it look sweet at all. Okay, and not just those brothers. All right. Not just those brothers are named. It's a lot of artists who show you the consequences of these real life situations. This is why I love Euphoria. Euphoria doesn't glorify drug use at all. It doesn't glorify addiction at all. These kids on this show are going through it. What I love about Euphoria is it shows you the traumatic events that led a lot of these young kids to drug use. It shows you the abuse some of these kids went through that led them to anonymous sex. It shows you what these kids saw and went through when they were young that led them to be violent. Okay, Rue goes to Narcotics Anonymous on the show, for God's sake. All right, there, seriously, what the hell are y'all talking about? Have you seen the show? I would say that Euphoria has done more uh, to bring awareness to drug use and mental health issues in the last three years than y'all have over the past couple of decades. I have no factual statistics to back that up. I'm just talking impact because I hear the conversations euphoria starts around drugs and drug addiction. I've heard the conversations euphoria starts around mental health. I've never heard dare spark any of those conversations in a long time. Okay. All right. The, the, I, I know kids know euphoria. They don't know dare. Why is that? Hey, Dare, if you want to partner with Euphoria so Euphoria can shine some light on the work uh, y'all do, then just say that. All right? Oh, what the hell was that? That's my, that was my Apple Watch. All right? Uh, by the way, Euphoria, they already got mental health disclaimers, disclaimers. All right? They got mental health disclaimers before the show. So maybe at the end, it might provide some value to highlight Dare. All right? But to say that Euphoria glorifies drug use lets me know that y'all don't even watch the show. All right? Do you watch the show or do you just skim through it? Art reflects life, and this show, Euphoria, reflects the harsh realities of life. But more importantly, it shows how people got to be who they are. It shows who people are, and it shows people trying not to be who they are. I hope that Euphoria continues to do that in the real way that they're doing it. And I dare dare to do the same, because y'all haven't in a while, if ever. Please give the Drug Abuse Resistance Program the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Of the donkey of the day, you are the donkey of the day. Uh, Euphoria, y'all over there doing good work. You writers, y'all are doing good work. You know, y'all are unpacking a lot of things over there. And anybody that says otherwise simply doesn't watch the show. Now it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday! Oh, let me get Taylor, man. Yeah, go get Taylor, because I'm pulling up my notes. 
And the reason I'm pulling up my notes is because yesterday I had to type in something that I heard DJ Envy say. I had to type in something that I heard Rashawn Casey say. Rashawn Casey, DJ Envy, Logan's daddy, was expressing no. it. And, no, 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 you hush, okay? He was, I guess he was having a vulnerable moment with us yesterday, you know what I'm saying? It I was, was me, to my and it was me, and it was Wax, and it was, you know, Taylor, I'm and we was downstairs, and I could tell something was on his mind. And I'm just going to simply... It wasn't in my mind. I'm going to simply tell you what Envy said to us. No, no. Envy said, no. I went Taylor, to... No, off. no. No. Envy said... Okay, just confirm if I'm lying, Taylor. Okay. Stop me when I'm not telling the truth. Okay. All right? Envy said he went to get a massage, right? Mm-hmm. He said... I went and got a couple's massage a with A couple's massage with his wife, right? Which also is, doesn't make sense, but... He said he went to get a couple's massage with his wife. He said the masseuse... One of the masseuses was a man, mm -hmm. a big black dude with dreads. That's what he said, right? Yes. Next words that came out of his mouth. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Oh, had to bleep that. Hold on. Let me bring it back. Okay. So, Envy went to get a couple's massage with his wife, right, Taylor? Yes. It wasn't a he couple's said, massage. It was a you massage. Just you just said it was a couple's massage. They Shut up. You're lying already. Hush your noise. Let me tell the story. They teach you how to no, give a hush, massage. Whatever. There was a masseuse there. He said right. it was a black man, a big black man with dreads. Mm -hmm. Envy said to diesel us. Too, diesel. He said to us, and I quote, with no context, I was just hoping my penis did not get erect. He didn't. He said D and yes. all that other stuff. But that's what he's. I'm saying this in the radio way. I don't know why he said that. <laughs> I said I don't want to talk to you anymore about it. We will talk about it on the radio. Didn't I? Didn't that's I say true. that? That's I said happened. I don't want to talk to you anymore about it. We shall discuss. <laughs> this was Wednesday. I said we shall discuss on Friday. We're here now. Do you want to discuss now? What or do you question? want to discuss after the break? When we come back. But what is the question? Is DJ Envy gay oh or is he gay? Oh <laughs> that is the question. Oh <laughs> okay. Because, listen, massage is essential. I'm a t let's talk about when we come back. We ain't got no massage time. Massage is essential. They are, they are essential. I'm not telling you nothing no more. That is a thing that has happened. <laughs> just never happened with a man. I just want to know. Envy would just... I want to know if that's happened to people before. We'll talk Has about anybody it. else had that concern? Any other guys out there had that concern? When you're getting a massage by another man? Let's discuss. I'm okay, 1-800-585-1051. This no is more. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. Now, this is so foul. Right? It's not foul. I was having a conversation with Taylor about couple massages. I was like, you know, when me and my wife first got married, we went and got a massage. It wasn't a couple's massage. The masseuse actually teaches you how to give a you massage. You didn't say when you first got married. You say this happened like last no, week. No, it happened when we Boy, first got married. Boy, you are changing. This. You are moving no, the goalposts no, on this story. No. This is not what you said. No, that's what happened. This is not what you said. Married. You said this happened last no, week. No, I didn't say that last yes, week. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, so when you did. When we first did. got married. <laughs> this guy is lying, The masseuse came in and he teaches you how to give a massage. So he shows you how to massage. What do he look like? My wife. And then he, then it what do you look turn. like? He looked like wax. That's what you said. You he said was, he was big, black with dreadlocks and diesel. Yes, diesel. Yes, and he, he was glistening. So it's just one. So it's just one masseuse. And right. He does you, and then he does your wife, and he, you he guys take do. turns. He doesn't do. He masseuse. He gives a massage. All right. So then 
You know, when you get a massage, any fella that knows that, that get a massage is very sensual at times. Very right? sensual. And then when I get a massage, you know, you hope that you don't get a wreck because, you know, it's, that, that, this it's is relaxing. By the way, this this conversation had none of this detail the other day. Envy said to us that him and his wife went to go get a couple massage. The dude looked like wax, big black with dreadlocks, and he was just hoping his penis did not get and a wreck. Yeah, so when I was and getting my I massage, said, I don't want to talk to I this anymore until we get to the radio. My penis didn't get a wreck as he was massaging. Now, listen, I was joking, you know, it's, interesting because a lot of guys have issues with letting a man be their massage therapist for some reason and I never really understood that like a great massage is a great massage but shouldn't you be relaxed like well I, I was jo- I was joking when I said you know let's call in and ask a question is envy gay or is he gay because this is a valid concern and I'll tell you why it's a common concern for a lot of men when they're getting a massage whether it's with a woman or a man because we don't want to get erect because I don't want to come off like a pervert you know what I'm saying? So I understand your concern. I've heard enough stories about how things can go down in a massage parlor. <laughs> right? But all I'm simply saying is I understand your concern. So was that your concern? Yes. You didn't want to come off like a pervert? I, I mean, that too, yeah. What's the other two? What you mean yeah, that too? I just didn't want to be I mean, a wreck. <laughs> why, why though? Why? Like, I don't know. Did you? What do you, you mean you don't know? Around? I don't know. A guy massaging me and sensual saying they want to feel A guy turning you on. I don't want a guy or girl to turn me on. What you mean? It's impossible. Right, so did, Masa- did it, what happened? Exactly. It's impossible to not get turned on by a massage. But some people don't. It, we're physical beings. Like, this don't have nothing to do with emotional, spiritual. This is just what feels good to the touch. So if your penis gets erect, regardless of who's doing it, it doesn't mean anything. I don't think so. Well, what did end up What did end up happening? You have to, envy. You have to learn in my book. No, no, envy. So, so you, so you, so you. This is good. This is good for your book. So you did get it right. No. Tell the truth, envy. I did Don't not. lie. Don't lie. You're not being. A, you were being much more you. honest with us the other day. What? Why is this a million, eight million people listening? I, Be honest, envy. I, I would envy. tell you the truth. So you got. No, I did not. So what happened? Nothing. Why did you even think that? That what? Why did you even think about it? That what I would get. I think the guy was handsome. Would you think the guy was handsome? I don't look at. Yeah, he was handsome. Okay, okay, okay. So there's something else to it. No, there's nothing else. You didn't feel like cheating on your wife. You, you, it felt like cheating. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Leo, man. What's Leo, going on? Talk to me, Leo. Hey, so, all right, make this quick. All right, before my birthday, like two years ago, I went to get a massage, man. Um, it was my first time, and they only had two dudes working at the time. So it was me and my ex-girl. So we both had to get guys. So I was laying there like, damn, thinking like, damn, this dude is good. Kind of like, <laughs> like, like, checking myself like, what Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get DJ Envy. That's too far. You know I didn't either. Yes, I, you, didn't, you know, I did not get right. You thought about it though. No, I said you, I no. don't want to. Fact, listen, no, I kind of like. I kind of like moaned a little bit. Like, damn, I had to take myself. See, I ain't moan. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I didn't moan. He I, moaned. I ain't moan. I actually think. About, I actually think thinking about it is worse than actually getting. Because if you get erect, that's just. If you actually get erect, it's just because, you know, the, the touch. But the fact that you thought about it, you saw that dude, and you was like, damn, he look good, man. I hope I don't get erect, man, while you touching me. I didn't think about it like that, see? <laughs> put words in my mouth. Hello, who's this? Hello? Chris, what's up? Oh, man. Oh, this is Blake. Oh, oh Blake, talk to me. Good morning, what's Blake. What's up, bro? Oh, Blake. About the massage thing, I would get from a man, but I'm... How can you say it? I wouldn't be really concerned... But it would be on my mind. I'd want to be somewhere and I'm getting erected from a, uh, getting a massage from a man. That's not cool. What's wrong with getting a massage from a man? 
I, I don't think That's it's ridiculous. nothing, but I would be concerned about it if I was going to get an erection. That's like when I see these guys with these little tight jeans. It don't bother me, but if I see somebody looking at it's a problem. You know what's so wild about this conversation? Bye, men have a problem with men giving them massages, but when you play football, when you play sports, these these trainers be all on your quads, all sensual, rubbing you down. You don't have a problem then, so why would you have a problem with a man giving you a massage? Because I'm naked. Well, put on some briefs. 800. You don't have an underwear? No, I get y'all don't get naked when y'all taking no, your underwear. No, you take your never. underwear off. No, I wear my briefs or whatever I'm wearing. Well, I'm naked, naked. I don't Why know about y'all. Why would you y'all. be naked? Yes, I'm naked. Oh, that's creepy. Man, what is the name of this brothel you and Gil went to? <laughs> <laughs> is it the same one, Robert Crap? This is a brothel you went to, bro. This ain't no goddamn massage parlor. What is going on you're here, man? You're not supposed to be fully naked, Envy. You're not supposed to be fully naked. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No. 800. Why? Why would you not have an underwear? Why? Okay, the massage your butt. This is sounding all weird. 800-585. Your glutes. 800-585-101. I don't even know what the question is. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. I am enjoying today's topic. <laughs> all right. Because on Wednesday, DJ Envy, he told me and he told Wax and he told Taylor that, you know, him and Gia went to go get a couple's massage. And he had a concern that a lot of men have. You know, he he was afraid that he was going to get a wreck while he was getting massaged. The difference between um, Envy's massage and a lot of massages that we get is that it was a man who was giving him the massage. Was, he said he was a big black man with dreads. That's what you said, Envy? Yes, sir. You said a, a key candidate for stop and frisk is what you told us. <laughs> All right? <laughs> you said a prime suspect for fr stop and did, frisk is what you told us. I didn't see that. And you said you were afraid that you would get a wreck around said man. I don't see what the concern is. What is the concern? You still haven't expressed what the concern was. Because for me, I understand the concern because I don't want to get erect, period, when I'm getting a massage. Because I just don't want to come off like a pervert. Correct. You know? Correct. So, so what was the reason for you? That too. Okay. Hello, who's this? Good morning. It's Shana from the 843. 843, low country all day. What we're at? Charleston, Mounts Corner, Berkeley County. Where you at? Myrtle. Myrtle Berkeley Beach. County. Okay. Salute yeah. to Myrtle Beach. Everybody in Georgetown, surround the arrows, Merrill's Inlet. What's All right. happening? All right, yes. Shona. Now, now, you were telling about you and your husband. What happened? Talk to us. So, we was in Aruba, and we had a massage with another couple. And that was the situation. There was a man rubbing on the, her husband or boyfriend, whoever he was, and he got a wreck. And she went off, like, got big mad. And then pulled some old still and got a groove back the rest of the trip. So to add insult to injury, she wasn't fooling with him anymore because she thought he was gay. Now, me personally, oh I my God. use a human body. It's Massage releases endorphins that are connected to sexual arousal. Yes. That's nothing to do with your sexual preference. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I wake up in the so, morning and I'm erect. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I throughout the, the day. The question is, uh, it is Freaky Freaky Friday with Envy really getting happy because the big man was rubbing on his way. See, whose side are you on, Shauna? Whose side are you on? And Shauna, let me ask you a question. When you get a massage, are you naked? No, 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 no. I think you need to answer Shauna's question. I think that was a very valid question she asked. And you need to stop trying to deflect and answer her question. Shauna? Yes. Do you get naked when you get a pool? No, 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 no. Did you get a record that big black man was on that back? Thank you, Shauna. You That's what Shauna wants to know. Okay? I'm not talking to y'all. Hello, who's this? It's what? Ulysses. Ulysses. How right, are you, sir? Ulysses, that friend. What's up, Charlamagne? Peace, King. Talk to King me. King Envy. Yes, sir. 
Oh, man. Good morning. It was a good show today, man. You was talking about uh, truck drivers. I'm a truck driver. I listen to you guys every day faithfully. Thank you, brother. I work 12 hours a day driving my truck. I, I do gig work on the weekends, DoorDash, and I go to school. Do you, you ever know? have time for massages? <laughs> no, no time for no massages, man. I ain't never had no massage, man. Well, that's, that's your crazy. fault. That's, uh, massages are amazing self-care. No, they, they, they would be. They would be. I mean, because I give my girl massages all the time, so I know they would be, but I just ain't never did one. That's that machismo, that pride, you know? So if you had a big you know, black man with dreads giving you a massage, yeah. would getting erect be a concern of yours? Heck yeah. <laughs> why, why would it be a concern, brother? I mean, I mean, it, 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 I mean, I'm not gonna. It, it would be a concern, man, because it, you know, arousal. I don't. I mean, I just. I don't know. It would. It would. It would be a concern. Man. See, that's the way I, I feel. I, I don't. I don't. I think. I really want to talk to some athletes because I really don't understand the difference of having these personal trainers that are men. You rubbing on you in the locker room, icing you down, and all that other it. stuff. Yes, you are. Most of the time, these guys got on towels. Hello, who's this? So like, what's the difference between that and the male masseuse? Yeah, I don't know, man. Envy, you, you foul for that, Envy. I'm foul for what? Come on, man. I'm you foul for you what? You hoping your Johnny don't jump. Yo, come on. Come on, Envy. Yo, did you ever play sports, King? Did you play sports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played football, B. Okay, so did you not have a personal trainer who, when you was injured or something was sore, did that man not rub on you? Nah, ain't no man rub You're on a me. liar. <laughs> don't you tell me that lie. Why would you lie like that? Yeah, Goodbye, man. Goodbye. What? No, you should have hung up on it because I don't know why. Why? Why? why gotta lie. Let's go to one more caller. Hello, who's this? This is Mo. Mo, good morning. Mo. Good morning. <laughs> we talking about massa- Mo. We talking massage this morning, Mo. Man, that don't. Man, I'm a massage therapy. That's what I call. Yeah. Okay. Right. That don't make that man gay. <laughs> Nobody said I was gay, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said I was gay, Mo. <laughs> I like Mo. Mo had, Mo was clear though. Okay. Mo said that yeah. man ain't gay. That's all. We appreciate I want. you, sir. I just want listen. I don't think you're gay. Uh, I never thought you was gay. I just thought the story was funny. Um, but I I think it's funny that men don't want other men to give them massages. But a lot of these guys played football. They played basketball. You had these personal trainers in the locker room that was rubbing you down. You had these guys that was stretching you. Don't lie. I seen you on your back with your legs in the air and this dude spreading your legs and so you bending go, you this way and bending you, you that way. But now all of a sudden, when a man give you a massage, it's a problem. Knock it off. Can we just use some nuance some time to really discuss these things? Huh? What are your thoughts, Yee? Do I think you're gay? No. That's not the question. But all right, fine. Thank you, Yee. All right. Can y'all do me a favor? Whenever y'all see Envy out in the street from now on, just be like, Envy, I don't think you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know in what? fact, I think I need to get a line of t-shirts called I Don't Think Envy's Gay. Oh, my God. I think that should be the tagline for 2022. Wherever you see Envy, <laughs> just remind him that you don't think he's gay. Oh, my Okay? Goodness. We got rumors on the way. I hate y'all, man. <laughs> What's my contract up? Yes, we are going to talk about new music. In 69 days. <laughs> All right, I'm getting bullied, man. Rumors are up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. What's up? It is Friday, so you know what that means. It's new music Friday, new albums, and Ali Chapa, Me Versus Me, is out today. You know he was on The Breakfast Club earlier this week, and here is Push It featuring Young Thug. Throw sis out the micro. 
Push it, push it. To the limit, can't stop and push it. Push it, push it. Big dog like oh. Salute to NLE Chopper. I can't wait till his music uh, reflects his, his message. Y'all lied to that man this week and told that man I said he wouldn't be around in six months, too. Y'all just told a bald face lie. He said that you said that to him. Yeah, because he, 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 he said you, re- he said cause him. you reminded him of that. But when we played the audio no, back. No, he did not say that. That's he exactly said, what he Angela said. Rem- Angela's the only one that remembers it. I saw him <laughs> at it, lip you- service. He said, yo, I didn't forget how when I was up at the breakfast club that Charlemagne said I wouldn't be around. I didn't say that, though. You remember that? You remember that? We got the clip. Play the I clip. I didn't say you said it. That's what he You remembers. definitely said I said it in the interview, yeah. You definitely said. Well, let's go to the audio. Let's play the audio. This is it. This is what I actually said. Oh, Eddie got to find it. Don't worry about it. But I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't tell him you said that. That's what he said. And brought. I don't care what you say. That's what he said. All right, now, babyface. (laughs) Right, he said, I remember Charlemagne saying this to me. And Angela, you reminded me. He said, y'all don't remember that. No, he did not say I reminded him. He said he told me. He said the only one that remembers is Angela Yee. Remember, you remember something, something I didn't say. He was up here with Steve Stout. Well, make sure you guys pre-order right. my book. You can get it at Barnes and Nobles, Abrams, or anywhere you buy bookstores. It's about relationships. I don't know why you think I. You, I did not tell him you said that. You want to ask? I did not tell him Charlemagne said that. I'm this. just saying what he, he said. He brought it up to me. I don't. He said I told him you said that. And it's not that serious, ye. A new Jesus season of Christ. DJ Eddie's Car Show start Father's Day, so I know, but Houston will see you soon. Just making things up. I... All right, now Babyface Ray from Detroit also has an album out today called Face, but he got a lot of uh, guest appearances from Detroit artists like I Swear Vezo, who's my guy, and Four Two Doug, and here he is with Blood, Sweat, and Tears featuring G Herbo. We got it in blood on two for ten, ran up a ten. I really could trap. Ten million, shoot with one hand. I really could clap. Went up M's, went no events. I really could rap. I'm really that, so I get you whacked. My fingers snap. All right. Also, Doughboy from Cleveland has an album out today called Oh Really. And Rick Ross has his deluxe album, Richer Than I've Ever Been, that's out today. In addition to that, Quest Love, he has put out his, uh, for the documentary Summer of Soul, there's the official soundtrack that has come out today with some historic performances by The Fifth Dimension, B.B. King, Nina Simone, and more. Also, new music singles, Nego featuring ASAP Rocky, Koi LeRae with Anxiety. Here's Benny Butcher featuring J. Cole with Johnny P's Caddy. Problems, then I correct through the obstacles I progress. Illogical for them to feel they're responsible for our success. Besides Kanye West, tell me who else I gotta respect. Cause I'm kind of perplexed. It's about time that I got my respect. It's the butcher. Quavo, Shooters in My Crib, Tentacion, Vice City, Little Tekka, Fallen, Denzel Curry, Walking, and Ella May has a new single out called Don't F Me Up. And that is your new music for Fridays. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Now, uh, up next, we got the People's Choice Mix. Of course, we throw it back. So we're going to play some R&B. Keep it on a mellow vibe today on this Friday. Let me know what you want to hear. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is the perfect day to boss up. This is Rick Ross's guide to building your own empire. Now listen up. Your first 30 days of Audible are free when you sign up at audible.com slash WWPR FMHD1 New York. And I heart radio station. I got a shout out to uh, somebody. Uh, Bianca Molina. Uh, Bianca Molina. She's a plastic surgeon. So yesterday my daughter was in gymnastics and um, she hit her head. Uh, and when she hit her head, she busted her head open and uh, she had to go to the ER. Now, one of the uh, women that were there, uh, her daughter is there and she's a plastic surgeon. Uh, one of the best plastic surgeons, I guess, on the East Coast. I had no idea. 
And uh, she was sitting. She said, basically, take your daughter to Hackensack Hospital uh, and meet me there. I'll be there in about 20 minutes. I'm going to go home and then uh, drop my daughter off and scrub in. And that's what she did. And uh, she met me there and shout to Hackensack Hospital, the kids d division. Uh, they took care of me and my daughter. They made her feel comfortable. Uh, they have things now where they give the kids Play-Doh. They have a child specialist, which is dope. I don't I don't think she's a therapist. She's a specialist that she just caters to young kids when they come in there. They talk for like to class, them. For like when they go ha are injured and need like plastic surgery or something? Or anything. If any, or, when a kid comes in there, they have just uh, not a doctor. She's not a nurse. She just talks to the kids and able to just talk to the kids and uh, they give them toys and just ask them. And I, and I guess they also asked to make sure that I wasn't beating my kid to see how she really got the injury. Oh, yeah, but it yeah, was pretty yeah, dope yeah, because yeah. it calmed my daughter down. Uh, the woman, Bianca, she gave uh, gave my daughter 11 stitches. She did it right, uh, and she did an amazing job. So I just want to say thank you to her. I, I, I don't know. I just met her yesterday, so I just want to say thank you. If you know her, tell her that uh, DJ Envy and, and the whole Casey family just said thank you again. Bianca Molina, M-O-L-I-N-A. And if you ever need plastic surgery, she, I guess you can highlight her. I don't know. But Bianca Molina, thank you so much. All right. And also, shout out to Donnell Rawlins for joining us. Uh, he's going to be at Caroline's over the weekend. You can catch him tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, it will sell out. It probably is <clears throat> almost sold out. So definitely get your tickets. He's he had a little sport. COVID scare when he came to the Breakfast Club this morning. But uh... We were foul for that. <laughs> we were foul for that. Things, things worked out okay for him. Yeah, it, it sure did. All right. And when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time to get up out of here. Uh, I have no plans for the weekend. It's supposed to be a nor'easter. None. So I'm just going to uh, take my ass and just relax. I'm with the family yeah. all weekend. I ain't going nowhere. All right. Well, you got a positive note? Yes, I do. Uh, time decides who you meet in life. Your heart decides who you want in your life. And your behavior decides who stays in your life. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? 